Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I am Mr. Warren Hayes sitting in tonight for Sean Ross Sapp, and this is the WWE SmackDown Live recap right here on Fightful.com. Sean is, uh, he's not here with us tonight. He's on his way to Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So I am here to welcome you to Fightful.com, the place for all your combat news sports, maybe pro wrestling, MMA, boxing. We've got it all here. And if you, if, if what you want is only pro wrestling news and exclusives, well, then you just head on over to fight, uh, fightfulwrestling.com. You've got everything all nice and packaged up just for you. And by the way, over there right now, you know, you can check out the uh, final interview that Sean did with Matt Riddle, final interview before Matt uh, head over to uh, WWE. You can find the uh, Fightful Wrestling Weekly, 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 <laughs> Sean's uh, pay-per-view run and uh, SmackDown Live ratings are there as well. A uh, bunch of pro, uh, a bunch of podcasts as well. The uh, listen, your boy. By the way, programming note: if you are a listener of uh, Fightful's uh, Mothership podcast. List in your boy. It will be aired live on Thursday. Uh, again, because Sean will be in transition uh, over to, to Toronto. And if you want more podcasts, and I know you do, because as wrestling fans, we love to listen to podcasts, love to listen to people talk about wrestling. Well, you go to fightfulselect.com, you'll get a whole bunch of more, whole bunch more podcasts and 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 more exclusives. We have the SummerSlam 1992 retro review podcast that Sean and I made that's coming up this week. We we have my weekly 205 Live NXT recap. That happens tomorrow. There's new dark match commentary uh, that Sean provided up there. Lots of early access stuff. Hell, there's even there's even a fantasy football league now. Go check it out. Fightfulselect.com. I am joined by Alex Palowski tonight. Who is uh, who was the cornerstone of these reviews? What what a, uh, uh, what a show we had tonight! Did we not, Alex? We did. Uh, it was uh, it was a it was a it was a very good show. Um, ridiculously tone deaf, creative decisions notwithstanding, uh, the performers in the ring did a hell of a job. I will say let's, that absolutely. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. I think right. we have to build to this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've been chomping at the bit. Like I, I went out on Twitter and I said I, I cannot wait to talk about this with Alex. Yeah, <sighs> but we got to pace ourselves. We got to pace yeah. ourselves. I, um, I was excited for the show. I was really looking forward to it. You know, at at uh, at SummerSlam, all the matches. Like when I was thinking about the uh, SummerSlam this week. I was thinking about the matches that really got to me, that really got me excited. I was thinking about AJ and Joe. I, got, I was thinking about the Bludgeon Brothers and and New Day and and the Triple Threat, the Women's Triple Threat uh, for the SmackDown title. You know, and I was like, yeah, the, I'm really excited to see where this goes. And so, on. and aside from Roman Braun Brock, there was really nothing else on the Raw side that got me excited. But the SmackDown stuff really hyped me up. And we often hear people talk online saying that, you know, uh, you know, oh, SmackDown is the better show and so on and so, so forth. And when it seems to me that there's 
something creatively that SmackDown definitely has that Raw seems to be lacking. I don't know what you think. Um, I think they, um, I mean, SmackDown was kind of conceived, as far as I can tell, originally uh, from from the jump, the first big brand split when they redid the brand split as the work rate show. Uh, and there have been times where I got away from that, notably with Jinder Mahal as your WWE champion. Um, but, <laughs> Thank you for reminding us of that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're back to that now, it feels like, in a lot of ways. Um, at least they're, they're, here's the thing, is that, that um, tonight uh, and a few weeks ago when they had New Day in the bar, they just decided, let's give the last quarter of the show a half hour as the main event to tag team wrestling at its finest. Right. Like that Raw would never do such a thing, namely because Raw doesn't have a tag division. <laughs> but um but I mean at least it's they're they're doing stuff where they allow the performers to do this is what I always this is my new mantra. WWE let the wrestlers do good wrestling. If you do that, everything else will work its, work itself out. And on, on SmackDown, they appear to be doing that more than they are on Raw. Now, notwithstanding last night's main event, Finn and Roman tore the house down, and that seems to me to be a beginning of something positive. But what, what remains to be seen. The problem with Raw is there's it's so long that, that, that there are peaks and valleys, and sometimes the valleys are so low that they even they they counteract the peaks in entire entirety. So right, and I'd even I'd even go as far as to say that you know I'm invested in the SmackDown mid card, right? Like all the yeah. mid card players on SmackDown have something going on. They're uh, they're well developed. They're compelling. There's always something yep. happening. I don't give a shit. Yeah, well, about Titus Worldwide, for instance, or Bobby Roode, or Mojo Rawley. Well, Mojo Rawley and Bobby Roode didn't even make air this week. Um, but, so if they try and come out next week and tell me that this feud's still going on, I'm gonna I'm gonna call shenanigans. That thing's done. You you can't do it. Then have a pay per view. Then have the Raw after pay per view and never mention them and be like, hey guys, remember these things? No, I don't remember them. They're done. The thing is, the mid card on Raw is the undercard. There's no, there's no real mid card there. I mean, the mid card in in SmackDown is guys like Andrade Almas and Rusev, guys like we really care about, and a lot of you know, quote unquote, real fans. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't use that. I don't, I use that ironically. But there's a lot of people who are super hardcore fans, and they, they, I want to see these guys in the in the main event at the, at the top of the card. So when they're in the mid card, I care about watching them. I don't think there's a lot of people, you know, no offense, who are being like, man, I, I really can't wait for that Titus main event push. Like, it's it's just, I don't think that's a thing. Well, listen, I mean, uh, we're, we've, we're all shocked recently to discover how many uh, Kelly Kelly stands there were out there. Maybe there are some <laughs> Titus stands. Uh, hey, Titus is one of the great dudes of the world. Like, it, like his heart is amazing. I, I, sure. I, love, I love that guy. I mean, he's a, he's a very large... Very large man. I will say that. That's about all I can say with him. Of his, if it's in-ring acumen, he's a very large man. His his heart is as large as his torso. Yes, sir. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> Guys, remember, if you're joining us live right now, give this video a thumbs up. Tweet it out. Share it on Facebook. Make sure everyone knows that, that Fightful.com is the place to get the best live recaps, even though Sean's not here. All right, so let's get to it. SmackDown Live, August 21st, 2018. The Miz comes out with Maurice. Straight off the bat, Alex, that was a sight for sore eyes, wasn't it? That was nice to see them back together. Yeah, I, I've always uh, I always loved those two together. Uh, and uh, Maurice doing her little that thing. I'll yeah. always pop for that thing. That's great. A uh, little, little hand gesture that she does. That's good. Um, uh, and this led right into, you know, uh, Miz being a little shit, and that's when he's the best. That's when he's the best. They recap, and with reason, they recap the absolutely cagey, simple, and slick passing of the brass knuckles uh, from SummerSlam, and I'm glad they did it because it helps. I think it helps boost Maurice 
so much more. May, you know, probably maybe some fans have forgotten just how cagey she can be and how important she is to Miz as well. So if she's getting an on-air role more now, well, probably because she's got a match coming. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk yeah. about that. Uh, but like you said, Miz... Uh, Miz starts uh, basically mocking Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan's uh, retirement speech, uh, where he says, "With heavy heart, I announce my retirement of never facing Daniel Bryan again." Yeah, it's cute. Well, you know, it's cute. We all we all kind of saw that coming, but it was still satisfying nonetheless. He says that uh, he said he was going to, he, he did what he said he was going to do, that is beat Daniel Bryan in front of a sold-out Barclays Center. I liked when he said 100 Daniel Bryan punches do not equate to a single miss punch, the hardest punch in WWE. The hardest punch in this entire arena is the Miz punch. Yeah. No, he's, uh, it, it, that, that's, it's just classic healing. I mean, he's, he's, he's very 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 good at what he does he's one of the best ever and oh, um and you can't take anything uh, any of that away from him I, I there are a lot of people out there who still can't rock with the way he does what he does in ring but i think he's improved so much over the past couple of years that i i don't even find fault with that because what he's doing is he's not trying to be cesaro for god's sake he's trying to do what he does and he does it absolutely perfectly in my book Daniel Bryan comes out and he's not in a good mood. He calls uh, Miz a coward, keeps repeating it. Bryan is in uh, a complete a business mode tonight. Uh, he calls him. Uh, he he calls Miz a, a facade. He says he's going to expose Miz for what he really is—a wannabe Hollywood actor cosplaying as a pro wrestler. Maurice says Daniel Bryan should change his name to uh, to Daniel Bella, and lo and behold. Fancy she should mention a Bella. Brie Bella runs in, goes for Maurice, who rolls out of the ring, but instead uh, Brie slugs Miz right in the face. Paige comes out. Uh, no, Brian actually says that Paige made a match at Hell in a Cell, a mixed tag match between Maurice and the Miz and Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan. Alex, what do you think about that match? I'm sure that somewhere out there um someone had to have had this thought on sunday night you know that that miz versus daniel bryan match was really great i mean they had like eight years of history behind it and they did really great work in ring and told an amazing story but you know what was missing brie bella and maurice making mandatory tags because it's a mixed tag match that's what i really want to see and for those of you out there who had that thought good for you WWE is programming to your tastes. Not my tastes, because what I wanted to see was a grudge match in Hell in the Cell between these two. But instead, um, I'm 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 gonna get uh three weeks of programming where Brie Bella puts uh the Miz in the yes lock um on SmackDown. And I'm I, I don't rock with the the whole um mixed tag thing when, when they were doing the mixed tag tournament. That was fine. It was a whole thing. But like on a show where you have actual real wrestling between women wrestlers and between male wrestlers, and then you have this thing where like if if the if the if the man wants to tag out because he's scared of the guy across from him, he tags his 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 lady in and the, then the other guy has to tag the other lady in. It's it just kills all momentum. Um the 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 feud leading up to Miz and Maurice versus uh, Cena and Nikki, that was all amazing. The match was drag. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so uh, this, this, this may be fun between the Miz and Brian, Maurice and and Brie. Maybe fun for the next three weeks, but the match is going to be terrible. It's objectively terrible. Well, I'm I'm not looking forward to it. I do think there's something to be said about you know adding a a little more life to the Miz Brian feud here by at, throwing the women in and then sure. getting our grudge match grudge match. You know, because yeah. I could see this like if you were to give me the book, I'd have Miz and Marie's uh, just completely destroy Brie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. give it um, really a, a torch this feud, like, not torch it. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 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 set it ablaze. That's yeah, more yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly, that's what I do. But yeah. I agree with your point. It, ultimately, it, 
it's not going to be a good match. And most of my good booking ideas, WWE never uses. So. Right. I have no problem with Brie and Maurice having a one-on-one -on -one match at Evolution on the undercard somewhere that lasts two minutes or something. You know what I mean? Like just you know, for <laughs> old time's sake. But but uh, but yeah, I I I, I don't. Gosh, because because really, I, I I was watching Miz and Brian on Sunday, thinking, God, this is the first chapter of this of this the continuation of this feud. They're gonna have at least three matches in this in this ring. I mean, I can't wait to see what match number two is. I didn't think for a second match number two was gonna be a mixed tag. You know what I mean? I, I'm kind of disappointed that I'm not going to get something other than that. I I, I get you. I understand, and I, and 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 I'm I have a tendency to agree with you. I just I'm just trying to see the silver lining here. I guess Jeff Hardy faces Randy Orton on this night. Bit of a, out of nowhere, but that was cool. Um, I love the early spot when uh, Jeff Hardy is climbing to the top rope, and Orton is just behind him, and he just sort of like. He double slaps his butt, you know, and just, just goes slap and Hardy tumbles over. Um, and that immediately leads us into a commercial break. <laughs> um, and we come back and Orton is in control. Look, the in-ring match itself, I think we can gloss over a little bit. You know, it's mostly Hardy hitting his signature offense. You know, the whisper in the wind, the double leg drop, the low drop kick, the twist of fate. Goes for the swanton and then Orton crotches him and then... Then he decides to go back to the ear, much to the uh, generalized cringing of everyone watching. Yeah. And then they brawl to the outside. Well, no, sorry, not just yet. Jeff Hardy is done with Randy Orton. He has him on his back. He lifts his leg and just stomps him right in the nuts. I'm not going to steal some other guy's. Uh, catchphrase here. No, there would there'll be copyright infringement, and I'm sure he'd sue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's 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 merciless like that. Um, so <sighs> right in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> um, and then they brawl to the outside, and this was I liked this brawl. Yeah. They, they brawl all the way into a tech area. Hardy clobbers him. Orton, he clobbers Orton with chairs. He's in a, he even has to change chairs mm -hmm. because the, the chair is falling apart. He pelts Orton with a handy cam, and I hope that handy cam was operational. I want to see the footage of that. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, I, uh... just to end it all up, he lays Orton out on a table, climbs up, climbs up on some road cases, and Swanton dives onto Orton through the table. Holy hell, Alex, what is going on with our man Jeff? Um, I want to know why Jeff hates his own body so much <laughs> that, he would, that he would do this to it at this age when he's obviously in so much pain. Um, this is this was one of this was the match in the first hour that they decided to show us some of the uh footage during the commercial break. I always get um. Like, I always forget that they do that on SmackDown. So as soon as commercial starts, I'll, like, look away at my phone or whatever. I'll look back up and i go, oh, the match is still happening. I should watch this because I can't hear it. Uh, and during that, uh, Randy did at least two of his little backdrops onto the table. And I'm like, God, he just did a swanton onto the damn apron two nights ago. Come on. Um, like, let's stop doing that to poor Jeff's kidneys. Uh, and then later in the night, later in the match, he does this, he voluntarily hits a swanton. Listen, uh, this, uh, I like this beat down because it, it, it wasn't uh, one-sided. Like, I like uh, a 50-50 beatdown feud because it shows that each guy can flip off, go off the edge and do whatever. This appears to be leading to um, a, a big-time grudge match at Hell in a Cell. Uh, Hardy has said that the one match he's always wanted to do before he retires is a hell in a cell match. Um, if he does it this time, next week, next month, I'm worried that he might just say, you know what? I'm doing a swanton off of this thing because I have nothing left to lose. If I, if I paralyze myself, I did it for the love of the game. And I can go off into the sunset because his brother's apparently retiring too. 
So I'm, I mean, I don't know. Um, it, it, it's, I'm interested in seeing where this goes. Um, the thing that I still don't get is what the hell was up with uh, Orton's run-in on Sunday, where he sauntered down the ramp, got to got to the to the ring to the ringside area, and then just turned around and went back. I, I don't know what that was. I would have I, liked like a modicum of an explanation for that because at some right point. Now, the only theory that I have in my mind is like Orton saw him beat and battered beaten yeah. down and battered and he's like nah he's not yeah. worth it you know but the way he reacted wasn't that it looked it looked like a non-kayfabe thing like he got there knew he was supposed to continue a beatdown, and the ref was like no 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 he's actually he's actually really hurt you probably shouldn't do any of the things you plan on doing he's like okay i'm gonna leave then like it just it didn't feel, feel like it was like this you know abortive kind of a thing right in the middle of it like okay mission Abort! Abort! Pull out! <laughs> pull out! It's too hot. You got to get out of there, man. Like that's what it felt like to me. Um, but yeah, this 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 is a feud between two old heads that I'm fine with taking up a little bit of time on Tuesdays. Cool with me. Yeah, and I think it was the right spark that was needed, like you said, to uh, to a legit uh, a legit grudge match. It was good. Pat Fannin in the chat says that Jeff is trying to knock his back back into alignment. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. That's that, that's a very cheap chiropractor, but I don't know if it's an effective one. <laughs> we see Renee Young backstage with the bar or the bar or the bar, depending on who <laughs> you're talking to. They're here to issue a challenge, but the good brothers arrive and they do some commentary stuff, which was legitimately pretty funny. Look, Luke fun. Gallows yeah. was really really funny and between that and him pretending that he was dating Nia Jax for a day on social media this week yeah. he's kind of my hero yeah um listen these two guys uh certainly the absolute stars of um Southpaw regional wrestling um questionably uh loved it um here's the thing that they could do that would absolutely make every pre-show must-see tv you have these two guys come out, and for every segment, they're at the desk as different characters, like with costumes and wigs and everything. And you, you and and they are taking it absolutely seriously. And these other characters giving analysis, like that's it. Just have Renee Young and those guys, and that's it. Get Jerry Lawler out of there. Get David Otunga the hell out of there. Get Booker T out of there. Renee Young and the many faces of Gallows and Anderson. That's it. I'll never miss another second of your stupid pre-shows. I love these guys, and I'm glad to see them back on TV. This is what I was going to say earlier. The mid-card of SmackDown, because this show's two hours, and they, they have to have people like rotating in and out when they have programs, Gallows Anderson have been on TV in forever. Naomi, we're going to talk about in a second, ha hasn't been on TV in forever. So when they show up kind of unannounced, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You're cool. I used to like you. I'm glad you're back. And that that honestly just gives me a, a like a little lift and makes me go, I'm glad I'm watching this. And it's very rare that I ever have an unexpected moment on Raw where I go, hey, I'm glad I'm watching this. So <laughs> SmackDown has the edge there, I guess. Um, and, and to me, you know, like I, you know, you often, it's a, we, you know, sorry, I'll start with business tomorrow. There's there's often been discussions in the past, you know, about wrestling having seasons, you know, to give wrestlers a, a rest so that they can just heal up their body and not have to put themselves through the punishment, you know, uh, 250 days, 270 odd days in the year. Um, me, I would be absolutely fine if there were like three month rotations where you would have one third of the one third of the year with, you know, like this group of superstars and then we'll for the next three months, you won't see these guys anymore, but you'll have these guys coming back. It'd, it'd feel, there'd be a much, it'd be much more easy to have like a serial feel, you know, like you could end like this three month stretch with these uh, wrestlers. You could end this stretch on a cliffhanger for all these little storylines and come back three months after or conclude them, whatever, yeah. but come back three months after. And like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a really great opportunity, like what they had basically with with the Good Brothers. They they had a title shot versus the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, I think, at Backlash or something. And I don't remember seeing them mm -hmm. since then. 
So what it is is like they they got their title shot. They lost because they were the challengers. They don't get a rematch, so they fade into the background. They're still out, they're still going out there doing house shows and whatever, and we don't see them. And so when they show up again, then they can say, "Hey, we want to have we we recently recently had uh, a title shot, so we would like to face you the bar for a title shot next week." And all of a sudden, now I got a match next week I'd like to watch, and whoever wins that, I want to see them versus. What we'll find out later is a new tag team champion. Absolutely. And just the fact that we're getting that match next week and how I think that we should be very excited. It should yeah. be very good. Yeah. Naomi versus Peyton Royce. Um, Graves immediately off the bat says, as the Iconics are coming in, he says, I've followed the Iconics since they were in NXT and they have never looked better and he really put the emphasis on those three words there Corey always giving us the wink wink nudge nudge to yep. things going on online uh they cut their promo they're running down book brooklyn and naomi and then we cut to commercial when we come back from commercial the match has already started yeah and i'm in canada so i don't i i don't see the picture in picture during the commercials ah. so i don't know what's going on that's like i come back and like oh okay thank you um Peyton Ducks kicks uh Naomi knees her with the most obvious knee slap though that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was heartbreaking. And then after Naomi she she starts fighting back uh, to get she gets some offense in uh and she hits with kicks and a drop kick and she's slapping her thigh the entire time and all I can think about is that one slap that she did and it kind of it kind of took me out of the match, uh, Alex. Right, Alex, that's your name. Yes, me. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, I'm 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 all for the 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 mid card of the women's division getting stuff to do. Um, Naomi uh, hasn't been on TV in a while. I'm wondering who they're going to slide in as her tag partner versus the Iconics. Uh, the only thing I can, of course, I can think of is Asuka, and what a giant step down that would be for Asuka. Like, like, hey, here's this person that I don't really have any connection with, but we're both baby faces, so we're going to face this established duo. Um, that's usually not reserved for the woman who went undefeated in NXT. But then again, that doesn't really matter now. I mean, she's lost so many times on the main roster. Uh, insert rant here about how they book their NXT champions once they've come up to the main roster. Royce ends the match which, with a... Rather nice fisherman suplex into a bridge for the uh, for the pin. I thought this was, eh. You know, I mean, they're not all going to be five star matches. Uh, this is the beginning of something that will hope that will. I, I, I'm assuming lead toward uh, a, a match at Evolution in some capacity. Uh, if they're going to have a big battle royal, or whatever, maybe this storyline will 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 be a part of that. Whatever. Uh, I'm just glad to see Naomi back on TV. Uh, she really got the shaft um, after being a, a, a great champion for them and then being like, hey, uh, you you kind of twisted your ankle. We're going to take the strap off you. Uh, whatever the hell that was, it was not a real injury because she was back like two weeks later. So um, they kind of jumped the gun on that thing. Meanwhile, there's you know people who never defend the strap for months and months and months at a time. Anyway, I always felt like that was kind of a something they probably wouldn't have done to other people. Um, but I'm happy to see her back. Um, For sure. And, and we'll see where she, where she goes from here. For sure. And I mean, you know, it's just it's just this match. And, and the thing is that I know that both these ladies can do better. You know, I just thought the offense was on both sides. I thought the offense was kind of soft. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. The thing is, is that had they taken some blue chew, their offense would not have been soft it would have been long and hard already i can tell you're a pro at this already <laughs> blue chew that's b-l-u-e like the color chew.com it brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, 
or even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. No more soft performances for you. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. No one likes soft opportunities. They're awkward. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm moving on. They're made in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than in a pharmacy. And right now, we've got a special deal for everyone watching right now or even in the future, at least for as long as this promo is, is, is going. <laughs> Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. By using the special promo code FIGHTFUL, you just pay five bucks for shipping. Invest in yourself. Make this happen for yourself. That's B-L-U-E. Chew.com. Promo code FIGHTFUL. Try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them so very much for sponsoring this podcast. I just like awesome. to say, um, yes. uh, for for those of you watching this in the future, if it's like, if it's the year 2021 and you've somehow found your way back to a 2018 SmackDown Live review from post SummerSlam, I, I can't vouch for that. This code's still gonna work. You can go ahead and try it. This, I mean, why not? But I I, I, honestly, I don't know. So. What if they, you know, they just leave the code going, you know, just out of oversight? Yes, it's possible. It's possible. Um, the uh, the new day are backstage and uh, Big E is eating ribs uh, because his ribs are injured. Yep, apparently. And um, I didn't see any legit like injury report saying that no, he, he was out. He's it's not. He's not legit injured. Um, but they're good for them for actually playing that up. Uh, it was a post post match attack with the uh, with with the hammer that that did him in by uh, by Luke Harper. Uh, Harper hit him in the ribs with the hammer, uh, Triple H style, by putting his hand over the giant hammer end, and because that's that's really how you want to hit somebody with a hammer. Right. When, not like this. God, no, not actually hitting him with a hammer. Just basically push them, push them with the end of it like that. It's fine. Yeah. Shove someone with your hammer. Yeah, Just yeah, shove them. them. Yeah, shove it right. In the uh, but yeah, uh, uh, I could actually lead into another Bluetooth. Uh, I could spot, but um, uh, these guys are magic. They, they could turn anything into something great. I mean, I, I don't know what ridiculous little Chinese buffet that he went to to get those those short ribs. That was fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Never break up the new day. Never. All right. Are you ready for this, Alex? It's This is our main event. Yes, it is. Becky Lynch comes to the ring. She walks down. She's not smiling. She doesn't have the goggles. The crowd noise has been significantly reduced. The music is loud. She says, I deserve to be standing here as women's champion. The audience cheers. Charlotte deserved the beating. The audience cheers. It wasn't about Roman. SummerSlam was not about Roman, Brock, Rousey, Seth, so on. It was about me, and it was my time. The crowd cheers. She's delivering uh, her promo without giving the crowd a moment to interfere. You, you know that she was given this cue by someone backstage. Yep. She, she, was the, she was told, you have to deliver your lines one after the other. Do not give them time to react so that it yep. doesn't come across on TV. Kind of like when they try to drown out the one fall. Yep. But it, it's not working. The yep. audience is ready to cheer for Becky Lynch. I pictured myself, well, no, I, I think we'll just go through it. And then we'll talk about it. I pictured myself as the top woman with the title held above my head. But you, talking to the audience, you people 
You act like you were with me, but were you really with me? There was no hashtag give Becky a chance. She says she gets a few tweets. She got a few tweets saying that, oh, Becky got screwed over when Charlotte was involved. A few tweets? We obviously don't share the same Twitter.com, I guess. <laughs> she says she, she's one of the most beloved talents in WWE, unironically, by the way. Yeah. She has the stands, fine, but she also has legions of real fans, Smarks, Mar so on and so forth. Everybody loves Becky Lynch. She, she says, you people stood up and cheered when Charlotte won. I'm like, what? What? We were not yet at the same pay-per-view? No one did that. She was booed out of the building. She says that you people are all a generation of all talk and all opinions and no action. I decided to take action. And people are still cheering for that. She knew Charlotte was holding her back. And I, so when she won, I would raise her hand up and tear her head off. And the audience cheered again. No matter what she said, the audience was 100% behind her. Charlotte comes out, goes after Becky. They brawl. Becky chants are drowned out as they're fighting. Paige comes out and she brings out the entire women's wrestler uh, 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 roster, not wrestler, roster. Absolution is there. Uh, the Iconics, Asuka, Naomi, everyone is there. In a pull-apart brawl. And I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Alex, take it away. Um, WWE um, is famous for being tone deaf and for turning the wrong people heel or or not turning somebody heel when they need to be or they just have never learned how to read the freaking room ever there there was they used to do this they used to they used to if anybody came back from an injury that person was automatically a baby face for That's at true. least two months mm -hmm. triple h the worst person in the world <laughs> He tore his quad and he came back and the crowd cheered him because they missed him because they were like, we used to love watching this guy perform. Now he's back. We're going to cheer for him. And WWE let them cheer for him. They booked him as a baby face for a while and then he turned heel. When Seth Rollins went out and he hurt his knee and he came back and when he came back, he attacked Roman, who we all hated at the time. We cheered for Seth. And they said, no, 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 we're going to have Seth come out the, the, the night after his big return, and he's going to cut a promo about how you. Uh, I took all of your get well cards and I put them in a pile and I set them on fire. What? We all want to cheer for you, dude. We think you're amazing in the ring. We're happy you're back. You attacked the guy we hate, Roman. We want to cheer for you. And the AW said, said, no, 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 we're not going to let you do that. No, no, no. Um, AJ Styles was hugely over as a babyface. They had him turn on John Cena. And we were like, well, actually, we kind of agree with that. That's pretty good. But no, they had him come out and cut promos about how we all sucked. And we don't actually like you. You don't actually like me. That's the big thing they like, they like having the heels do. When when the heels are turn, have turned from being babyfaces we liked, it was like, you didn't actually like me. The, oh, the yeah. idea that that, that Becky Zane. Lynch... Uh, Sami like Zayn did the same thing. Um, but Becky Lynch, the idea that Becky Lynch, especially Becky Lynch, who cut a promo a few weeks ago, the, mo the most pure, wonderful babyface promo ever, so full of optimism. You're all, you're all with me, and I'm going to do this for you. And we all cheered for her. We said, yes, Becky, go and do it. And then when the WWE decided to insert Charlotte in this thing for no apparent reason other than she was healthy, we all went, oh, no. Oh, no. This is going to be terrible because they're going to give the title to Becky. They're going to give the title to Charlotte. And when they do, they're going to have Becky celebrate with Charlotte. And we're still supposed to be all okay with that. But instead, they had Becky actually have a real, honest-to-goodness, human being reaction as on Sunday. And we all cheered for her because we said, good for you, Becky. Good for you standing up for yourself. We're all with you. 
Remember, it's already cut in, but remember just a couple of uh, months ago when Bailey did the exact same thing on Sasha? Commentary yeah. oh, was playing it down saying, oh, what's gotten into Bailey? This is horrible. This is uncalled for. But Bailey got one of the biggest pops she got since leaving NXT doing just that. I'm convinced that the the abs the real reason they did that ridiculous let's go to therapy session with Bailey and Sasha is because they saw the reaction Bailey got when she quote unquote turned heel and just said we can't do this this isn't going to work you know what i mean so i don't know if they're going to do that with this but i'm going to say this as stupid as this entire thing was and as 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 insulting as it is to be told by Becky who doesn't actually believe this for a second that we all weren't actually with her i mean that come on you're you're just you're just being disingenuous and insulting to us as all of that as terrible as all that is go back and watch Becky's face during that beatdown as they were pulling her apart the the, the absolute darkness behind her eyes this girl is mega talented and she's gonna sell us all on this thing in two weeks two more weeks of this and we're all gonna be behind we're all gonna be like wow becky you're so good at being a heel i can't believe you were ever a face that's how good she's gonna be at this it doesn't change the fact that this was a stupid ultra moronic decision by wwe as tone deaf as they've ever been but somehow, I have a feeling Becky's going to somehow make this work. And we had the same apprehensions when Sammy turned as yeah. well. And he yeah. was able to spin gold out of this. He had never been more relevant mm -hmm. on main roster since then. My thing here, if I can add in my little analysis, I feel like, look, what, I actually made a video on my own YouTube channel. <clears throat> Um, but, uh, talking about, uh, talking about, uh, Becky versus Charlotte, who do you turn face here? Because you have Becky Lynch, who is the absolute, she, she, absolute pure baby face. She has a natural connection to the audience right now. This is, this is, uh, this, what she has can be taught. This is a natural thing that she has. People are just drawn to her. Then on the other hand, you have Charlotte. Now, of course, and you, I think you, you actually said this uh, at, at the SummerSlam, uh, at the SummerSlam review, Alex, that flares are heels. Yep. Right? Yeah. Flares are meant to be heels, and Charlotte is so good and has so much personality as a heel that it just makes sense. Like this, again, it just books itself, right? Yep. yep. But no, of course, we have to the, twist things around. But the reason I think that they're doing Becky as a heel as opposed to Charlotte is because Charlotte looks like a champion. She looks like a million dollars. And I'm going to be semi-cynical here for an instant, but I think that if you're positioning Charlotte, who in the minds of WWE management is their top women's athlete, mm -hmm. never mind Ronda Rousey here. We're not talking about Ronda Rousey. Charlotte being their top woman athlete who goes, who, who has crossover appeal, who when goes to PR situations, she handles herself wonderfully. She has charisma. She speaks really well. She looks good. She handles herself like a pro. If she is meant to be the spokeswoman for the women's division to in a certain extent, do you really want her to be a heel? You know what I mean? Right, but I think that that goes to them not re not really realizing that um, you can have Becky Lynch be the spokesman for your fourth spokeswoman for your women's division. You could have that because she's incredibly charming, and um, and she's not like she's you know like hard to look at or something. She's just as she as as Becky said earlier in the day and on a special podcast, she says maybe I'm not blonde enough. Right. Like, I saw that. Vince has a type. Yes. He he does. And Becky doesn't fit that type. And so there you go. That's that's what it is. And um I mean she even dropped maybe I'm not enhanced enough. Yeah. You know, I mean I mean I mean it's a wee bit of shade. It's a whatever. wee listen, whatever. I I'm content 
to see how well Becky does in this in this role that she should never have had to play because she's the best and truest baby face of either gender that we've had in a long time on on either roster and to 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 throw that away because you you want Charlotte Flair to go on the Today Show is uh, eh, in, I wouldn't put, okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them but and and uh, it, it, when it all comes down to when at the end of the day you know we can just blame Kevin Dunn too sure 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 Andrade Cien Almas versus Zelina Vega and Zelina Vega excuse me versus Rusev and Lana in a tape promo just before their match Zelina asks why Rusev and Lana want to fight again and at that moment in time Zelina was all of us hmm. <laughs> They did. She did get the really good line with Andrade. Andrade says, "Forget about Rusev Day. It's all about Andrade." Mm -hmm. That that tugged that tugged the right heartstrings. Um, I like that. Um, again, it's nothing that we haven't seen between these four no. as at this point. And you know, I was entirely. You know, it's 50-50 booking at this point. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Rusev uses his power on Almas. Almas begins to strike back with the jawbreaker, does some strikes in the corner. He does a hanging arm bar that didn't look all that good, didn't look painful. I don't think Rusev was well positioned, didn't look like he was selling it well. Rusev whiffs a kick to Almas coming off the top rope too. Everything sort of felt off. Not just the Not just the women, even the guys. Um, and there was this stupid, stupid spot where uh, Zelina has, uh, she's, I guess, in a fireman's carry position, but she's actually hold. she has uh, Lana's arms in bars and a leg bar uh, with her legs. She has them twisted up and with her arms as well, which is supposed to be some kind of submission. And Lana starts trying and Lana is up on her two feet and she's trying to walk over to get the tag to Rusev. I, it was so dumb. I was like, all she has to do is like, she can hop, she can skip, she can, she can make the, the, this three feet, no problem. Yeah. Well, she also, I mean, you don't have to make a tag hand to hand, you know, like that was the thing that she couldn't reach her hand over to tag Rusev because of the way, although really she could, all she had to do is like rotate her body and then inch sideways because she mm -hmm. can move her feet fine. But also, all you gotta do is like walk up and and Ru Rusev could like tag her shoulder. It, it's it, it was yeah, this the in ring thing is I don't I don't want to talk about any of that crap. Okay, uh, Ru Rusev Rusev is has a hell of a uh, um babyface hot tag. This guy's this guy somehow like here's the thing. Go back and think when he was the 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 the, the champion of Putin when he was coming out in the damn tank and he was the biggest monster heel ever. Did you ever think that this guy was born to be a baby face? Because he totally is. He's so great in this role. Um, uh, Andrade also fantastic stuff. I love I love his faint kick, spin around back elbow that and Rusev sold that like a trillion dollars. Um, that's that's great. Um, this is all fine. And guess the, the the most important thing that comes out of this is please say this is a happy ending and not like a fake out that. We get Aiden English back on the same page, coming out, redeeming himself. Just when I thought that you that you came back and you totally redeemed yourself. And that's Aiden English tonight. And because uh, I didn't want to see them break up this team. Uh, and maybe they're actually maybe they're actually back together. And it's all it all ends up hap happily ever after. That's fine. I don't I never I never need to see this this whole iteration ever again. I mean, I'd like to see Andrade versus Rusev. But no more mixed tags. I don't need. No. I don't. I don't need to see that between between these four. No, that's fine. You don't need to do that anymore. That's fine. In case you didn't see the match and you're wondering what the hell is Alex talking about, Zelina's distracting the ref, and almost runs in with a chair. But Aiden English comes literally out of nowhere, uh, grabs the chair, so therefore keeping Almas from using it, and uh, Rusev ends the match with an accolade on Almas for the win. Rusev Day is fine, I would say. Yep. For now, we'll For see now. what happens next week. <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura has a does an iPhone promo, and he re he reads the the um, the poem from the Statue of Liberty, giving you're tired, you're poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, 
and says now that he's defeated Jeff Hardy, he's retained his U.S. title and welcomes us to the United States of Knock America. I thought that was funny. Is it, Alex, in your opinion, is it too close to what Kevin Owens did as the new face of America? This is, this is, uh, this is I think the United States Championship exists solely for it to be put on foreign heels. Like Vince loves that. Oh, he, he thinks, oh, it's ironic, right? Because he's, he's not even from here and he's the United States champion. That makes you upset because he's an immigrant and we don't like them. Like, honestly, I don't understand what, like, okay, fine. Like you could, I don't, I don't care. You could put it on a foreign guy and make him a good guy. You could put it on, a, on an American guy and make him a bad guy, switch it up. I don't care. I do like the United States of knock America. I think that's funny. Um, I'm, I'm into that. Knock America, knock America, knock America. That's cool. Let's I, that. I, I'm into it too. It does. I was just throwing that out there, but It'll be it'll be super charming. Yeah, we get an AJ Styles segment where uh, Renee Young welcomes Styles at the Oakland position. Uh, he has trouble coming to grips with what he did. He said he broke a promise. Uh, you know, uh, he's not. You know, he doesn't regret doing what he did to Samoa Joe, but he regrets his actions. And then um, all of a sudden, Joe trips him off the stage and puts Styles in the coquina clutch, putting him to sleep. And Joe grabs the microphone looks straight into the camera, actually grabs the cameraman to bring him cl closer to the fallen AJ Styles and says, oh, Wendy. Oh, yeah, so good. It seems we're, uh, 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 it seems we're making a lot of promises tonight, but guess what? Daddy's already got night-night. Goddamn Samoa Joe. That's all I got to say. Yep. That's all I have to say. He's, 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 leaps and bounds above anybody else who does this kind of thing not just a monster heel uh not just heel work but there's a specific brand of it where he's just vicious he's vicious not only not only physically because he is but mentally and psychologically like he'll break you physically but he will break you mentally this guy is so good at what he does i love watching him work that was good we get a segment with um, Paige, who's backstage with Carmella, that R-Truth interrupts, saying that Carmella's been ducking and dodging him for weeks. He says, I want to pin you because I want my title shot. I'm glad they're bringing that back. Um, and R-Truth, uh, Paige says, look, this is not going to happen. That's not how it works. And R-Truth looks at Carmella and says, you got lucky this one time. And basically, this all sets up a rematch, Charlotte versus Carmella next week. And I can't wait to see what Becky Lynch decides to do in this Leads us into our main event, the Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day. Uh, word had broken earlier in the day that Eric Rowan has a torn bicep and will require surgery. That is a super bummer because yep. he cannot catch a break. Nope, he cannot. Poor guy. That's awful. Um. It was a it, it was a fine match, all in about uh, you know in and about itself. Um, the uh, the story of this match was you had the two smaller guys of the new day because the bigger the big guy is out, so you have the two smaller guys who take a hell of a beating the entire match. That's essentially what happens. Mm -hmm. um, just before the commercial break, Wood drops drop kicks Harper over the announce table. But Harper throws a commentator's chair at Kofi, who eats it. Yep. Like, I, I think that's the exact definition of eating a chair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, this is uh, this is obviously Bray Wyatt has taught his minions how to throw office chairs back on the compound, and now that they've separated from him, they haven't forgotten the lessons that he taught them. Because as we all know, Braun throws a chair really, really well, and. Harper's no slouch either, so I'm I'm really proud of both of Bray's boys. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of goings on on the outside. The New Day pull out a ladder, uh, and uh, we all expect Kofi to do something crazy with it, but not quite, not not as crazy as we thought. Um, Hyper di Hyper Harper dives on both of the New Day while Rowan Rowan is holding them on the outside. They pull out chairs. Uh, we have uh, we have chairs being tossed in. Kofi deflects a chair shot, and DDT's Harper on one of the chairs covers for two because Rowan breaks the pin up. Rowan is 
beating Xavier Woods to a pulp on the outside. Um, essentially, the ladder is set up between two chairs, uh, and uh, the bludgeons uh, set Woods up for the crucifix bomb, but Kofi jumps in. They catch him and do the crucifix bomb on him himself instead. Uh, they cover him, but Kofi kicks out. Um, the bros get a table then, set it up in the ring. They get their LARPing mallets. I'm sorry. They look like LARPing mallets. They don't look dangerous. They Even if they just don't look hard. They don't. Um, Rowan charges Woods with the mallet, but Woods rolls out of the way, and Harper goes right into the barricade, and he is selling an injured arm. What a shock. And uh, basically the match ends when uh, Wood, uh, Woods goes up on top uh, as Kofi lays Harper on the table, and Xavier hits a really far elbow drop through the table for the win, we have new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I guess in the context, he didn't have much of a choice, Alex. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a bummer. I, I really hate injuries in, in wrestling because it can really screw with people's careers. You know, like the Revival still haven't recovered from, from when they had that first injury. And then they were positioned to feed with the Hardy boys after having bested the new day. Like those guys were going to be a major deal. One guy got injured. He came back uh, two weeks later. The other guy got injured. They still haven't recovered. They're still trying to figure out ways of beating Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. So like, <laughs> and this is the thing with Rowan. He's had the same injury before. I don't know if it's the same arm. I think it might be. I mean, it would stand to reason, but he's had the same injury with a torn biceps before. Um, it really sucks. Uh, the, 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 the Wyatt family never could stay fully healthy. Um, and I honestly thought because it was built perfectly to their strengths, this was the best match of, for the Bludgeon Brothers in this current run. And now it's over. Yep. Um, and Rowan's got to go off and, and have surgery and rehab. My one request is that whatever you do with Harper, don't shunt him to the sidelines he's so good he's gotten himself in great shape he's been great in this run for the bludgeon brothers doing all the lion's share of the work um this match was fantastic and listen it's in it's it's completely pie in the sky crazy fantasy booking but luke harper used to be friends with a guy who's over on raw and that guy happens to be in in, uh, in a situation where uh, he wants a title being held by uh, a certain big dog, and that big dog has other friends who are with him that form a like that the, their hounds. Let's say let's say hounds of justice, right? For instance, um, yeah, sure. and so this this very big guy uh, who used to run with Luke Harper, he's over on Raw, uh, and maybe he might need some backup. I don't know how you have a, have a way to get Luke Harper over on Raw to work with Braun and a rehabilitated Bray who's no longer the leader of the group because Braun is now. I think if you don't, if you don't have to have Bray be the guy who talks all the time, if he can just be a crazy dude who does nuts things in the ring, if he can be basically the Ambrose of this triumvirate, because in that triumvirate, Luke Harper is the Rollins and Braun is the Roman. All of a sudden you have a six man feud that could last you two straight years, provided that there's uh, no injuries involved. But imagine a reconstituting of the Wyatt family with Braun as the ringleader versus the Shield. Like you have an opportunity to do this, WWE. You could, you won't, but you could. We can dream anyway. Yeah. Guys, that was SmackDown for August 21st. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. Alex, what's going on with you this week? Where can we find you on the social social medias? You can find me um, at Palowski the Fourth on the on the Twitters. Uh, a, a, as as always, um, it's hashtag Dad Life between Tuesday nights and and Monday nights. <laughs> <laughs> And as for me, you can find me uh, at uh, Mr. Warren Hayes on Twitter, or you can follow me on my own YouTube channel at, uh, at tinyurl.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, or you can join me on FightfulSelect.com. Be sure to check that out. Tomorrow night, I do my weekly NXT 205 live recap show. So visit FightfulSelect.com, 
Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Visit Fightful.com. And guys, your word of mouth, sharing articles, uh, engaging in articles, leaving comments, thoughts, that helps us out tons. And then it can't be overstated. Word of mouth is important. So if you like this stuff, share it, put it out there. Even if this video is done, people can watch it later. Share it tomorrow as well. Do it. Do it. Share it all the time. Guys, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Go to bluechew.com, use code FIGHTFUL, and I'll see you next time.